I have such simcha seeing Mr. Kessman walk in here this morning. It's great to be diving with you. Mamish. Moshe too. <laughs> so, to this week's halachot, Bezrat Hashem, that we're going to be learning is a very fascinating subject. And it's going to bring up a lot of uh, interesting questions, halachic shailas, regarding the status of Eretz Yisrael in places that they weren't commanded to settle in. For instance, do you duchen in Eilat? Do you keep two days of Yantiv in Eilat? That's another, this is a little bit of a different shayla. But different places that really, according to the ways that we were given over the gvulot of Eretz Yisrael, what we did with it is already a different story. But before we start learning all the halachot inside, we've got to refresh ourselves with just a few psukim. Just a few psukim to kind of remember, bichlal, the whole story, what Hashem had in mind, and what kind of ended up happening back then, and where we're at today. So just a few psukim like this. Because we have the Shaila is the deen of kibush, the deen that we have of conquering, and the mitzvah of yeshuva aretz. We have to see where those two meet, and where perhaps maybe they don't meet, and what halachic ramifications those two inyanim have. So first of all, where does it start? It starts by Avram Avinu being told, Bayom ahu karat Hashem et azram brit lemor, lezarachan atati ta'aretz azot. So where was Avram told? Mi nahar mitzrayim ad nahar agadom nahar prat. Where's nahar prat? Sorry, right. I'm just, just keeping this in mind for a second, okay? We're just kind of like, we're going to do some uh, illustration for it for a minute. And then it says later in Sefer Shemot, we're going to see it later. Okay, so where's that? Yeah, that's, we're more or less there today. Besides some Kassam rockets flying over the area, it's more or less... We have, that, we have that covered, okay? Um, now we have also in the beginning of Dvarim. It's already a lot more territory. Continues a few prakim later. Now this is where it gets tricky. Okay, this is where it gets tricky. And this is where after, 19, after 1967 and 1973, a lot of questions started coming up again. That means... Anywhere where your feet end up, anywhere where your feet go and end up, basically, stand walking on, and it repeats this in Yeshua, Prat, Where's the tension here? The tension shows up in a place like we said before, Eilat. And the first real evacuation that happened by an Israeli government in the last, since the, in the modern state, the real one was, of course, Yamit. 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 Now, why, what, was so com- what was so complicated about the Yamit? On a halachic status, what's so complicated about the Amit? About that area? 
That area, it's very, it's, it's very, we have, we have tension between the Pesukim over here. Because on the one hand, we're told exactly, especially in Parashat Mas'eh, the Gvulot are basically given us this very clearly. We come up with the Rishon and they say, basically the way we conquer Eretz Yisrael is based first and foremost, the way that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over, the end of Parashat, the end of Bamidbar. In Parashat Mas'eh, the Gvulot are very much, uh, they're clearly, clearly described to us. And afterwards, everything else comes. So the question is, do you worry about conquering other areas, Midin Kibush and Yeshuva Aretz, when the first, pla- the first place isn't fully conquered? So some would ask today, what, 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 what's changed today? Is Yerushalayim fully conquered? So it's an illusion. It's Ki'ilu and it's not. But these things we're going to see, these things play a role in the way that we understand halachot of places that either fall under the status of Din Kibush and Din Yishuva Aretz, or they wait until the first places that we were told in Parashat Mas'eh first have to be conquered. Is this a chronological inyan? Or is it like, don't get your emotions, get the best of you? This is, this is really a, we see this a lot in Halakha. So what we're going to be seeing the next few days is how these things play out, what needs to be conquered first. Rav Melame told us already two weeks ago, the more you're in a place that hasn't been dwelled yet, the more of a mitzvah it is. But mitzad, the din of kibush and the halachic status of places that, let's say, did not necessarily fall under the gvulot we were first given, like the whole area of Egypt, nachon, there, then we have shailas. We have a lot of shailas that begin to come up. I just want to say, it's such a simcha that these are things we're even talking about. Again. These are, it's a simcha. There's even something that you and I are dealing with today. Because this was begeder chalomot for almost all of our grandparents. So we shouldn't forget that for one second. While we're learning these halachot, it should be mamash, pikude Hashem yesharim, mesamchei lev. This stuff brings utmost simcha to the picture. Yes? One very short thing I need to add. Never told me that. Uh, when I asked with Miller once, Uncle David, uh, but I think I saw him once in Ela, and he said, and he said, which was also in the whole story of itself, <laughs> but he said something like, you know, the, we don't feel in the chutzahs because we're not besimcha, and Miller said, everybody in Ela is besimcha. Careful, they could use that in Boca Raton, the same line too. <laughs> Vegas. Vegas, yeah. <laughs>